You're listening to Driving Out Loud with Joe and Tracy. Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 14 of Driving Out Loud. I'm Tracy. And I'm Joe. And we are your hosts. So, we have a special guest today, Mr. Joe. Who do we have today? We have Sloane Skyler. Sloane Skyler. Sloane Skyler is a female singer-songwriter from Chicago, Illinois, who is now based in Los Angeles, California. And she is here to share a few of her songs with us today. Yes. Okay, so those songs are I'm Trying, I Want More, and That's Life. So we are going to let Sloan tell us a few stories or the stories behind those two or those three songs. It's kind of one connected story. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. That's why I like these three songs. Right. It tells a right. story. So I really like the way she puts herself into her music. Yes. She, she does a really good job doing that. Yeah, she. You can tell that she wrote the songs herself. Definitely, because At least the lyrics. She, yeah, she's able to portray those feelings in those lyrics. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Okay, so we are gonna jump right into the interview, and then we will let you hear the entirety of each one of those songs after she breaks them down. So this is gonna be a new format that we are trying, and let us know what you think. You can find us on. Instagram and Facebook, you can let us know what you think there. Or our website. Or the, well, they don't have an option to oh, yeah, there's no leave comment any comments. Yeah. If it sucks, just bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying something new. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, here is Sloan Skyler. We'll be back. Who and what is this song about? So this song is about actually someone that I was dating. And obviously in the song, I'm talking about whether I want to stay or I want to leave the relationship. I, I, I just was so confused at the time. And like, obviously this person made me feel really good, but also really confused me and like also had some bad times too so like in a nutshell just confusion that's what this song is about tell me you feel it too rack my brains but still confused emotions through the fucking roof and i don't know what i'm gonna do but i'm trying So how did you come up with the intro to this song? Um, I work with a producer in Chicago named Michael Green. Um, and this was his instrumental originally. I do usually produce my own stuff, but it was a little bit different. And once I heard the instrumental, I was like, I need to be on this. Like, I can hear the melody. I can hear the lyrics, like, almost flowing out of me. And I was just ready to, um, I guess, get writing on it. Trying. 
I know it changes probably for every song, but for this song, did you have your lyrics already like written down? Just you didn't have a track for it, or did you listen to the song and then come up or listen to the the track, the instrumentals, and then come up with the lyrics for it? Yeah. So every song is different in terms of that. Like sometimes I'm constantly on my notepad on my phone and I'll just jot down different thoughts that come to me. And I think I did have like a couple lines pre-written just of like, I I put it on the back burner. Like I, I want to include this lyric in like one of my songs, not sure which one. And then once I heard the instrumental, I was like, this is the one. And then I expanded on it. Feeling low, losing all my self-control Think of running back to you Even after everything you put me through But I'm trying The song begins with like in my bed, in my room Like swiping for another you In my bed, in my room Swiping for another you But they don't do me like you do Maybe bit off more than I can chew But I'm trying on Tinder, the classic. Yep. Um, I like that line. <laughs> and so so that I had in my phone, and I, I just kind of expanded from there. Very nice, because it, it definitely does seem like you kind of built your lyrics for that specific track. It just it flowed really well together, and I was like, damn. what <laughs> That question of what came first, the chicken or egg, what came first, mm-hmm. the, the track or the, the lyrics? When you're writing the lyrics to this song, What's your mindset when you're writing the lyrics to this song? Yeah, definitely. Like, not necessarily heartbroken. This is someone that, like, I kind of dated for, like, a small amount of time. So it wasn't, like, right in the right in the heart. Right. But it right was, like, a really confusing time because I was like, wow, this person's really attractive. Like, wow, we have a really good time. But also, like, she confuses the fuck out of me. So I was just, like, very confused and, like, do I want to settle for this nonsense or do I just want to, you know, move on and be, I guess, content with myself? That leads me into my, my next question. It kind of definitely, you definitely touch on working on you in the song for sure. Is it is it with the relationship or was it with like with your idea and the way you go about relationships or was it you in general about life? I think it was just more like I think it's time to move on. And in that, like, I could just do so much better with my life and and just like self-improvement, not necessarily like for another relationship, but just moving on and like being content with like I'm alone, but that's all right. Later into the into the song, I was I definitely switched to the mindset of like I definitely pick up where you're you know where you're going with it, like trying to improve yourself, like just yourself and not just be somebody in a relationship. You just need to re- improve yourself throughout your your life. And it's like also like I kind of talk about it in the bridge, but I, I just like felt like I couldn't fully be myself. And when I was myself, I wasn't like fully accepted. And then determining that this person is bad for my health. And here is I'm Trying 
by Sloane Schuyler in its entirety. Swiping for another you But they don't do me like you do Maybe bit off more than I could chew But I'm trying Yeah baby I'm trying You tell me you feel it too Rack my brains but still confused Emotions through the fucking roof And I don't know what I'm gonna do But I'm trying Yeah baby I'm trying Baby I'm trying Yeah baby I'm trying Think of running back to you Even after everything you put me through But I'm trying Yeah, baby, I'm trying Baby, I'm trying Yeah, baby, I'm trying That was Sloan Skyler's single, I'm Trying," released in 2019. And now, Sloan is going to walk us through I Want More. Stay tuned. Tell me a little bit about this song, because I hear a story of a relationship that maybe has trials, and but it sounds like you're not ready to give up. So tell me about that song just a little bit. 
Yeah, so a little bit about the song. Um, it kind of connects with I'm Crying because this this is about the same person. Gotcha. Um, so, so clearly I lost my battle in the first one uh, with my confusion and continued to, you know, pursue this person um, on and off. Like, never, never, never one thing, like, cohesively. But, um, yeah, so basically I wrote this song about how... You can love someone, but they can also like drive you bat shit crazy. Sure. Like they'll drive you insane and also like kind of leave you wanting more. So I was like, you drive me crazy, but I kind of want more. And I kind of like the chaos of it right. in, in a twisted way. Um, yeah. Like this person drove me insane, but also like kind of took my breath away. And it was like a, a super conflicting feeling, but like, I also enjoyed the chaos. So how about the instrumentals to this song? Is this something that you produced yourself or did you have help? This song was uh, a collaboration with uh, me and my friend from college uh, named LaShawn Harris. We both studied music and we've been working together for about five years. So this was a collaboration between us. He produced the beat and I produced uh, the vocals. So like he sent me the beat, I recorded over it, mixed my own vocals and uh, like did some vocal chops and all. And, and just made it fancy, and then uh, we like sent it back and forth to sure. each other and mixed and mastered. In the beginning of the song, sorry to kind of go backwards a little bit. Um, yeah. It sounds like to me that you're like going back to the basics, like meeting someone new all over again, but yet you still. No, I mean, was it like a, like kind of like a restart situation for you? It's like on and off for sure. So like, I guess I was sucked back into the situation, uh, you could say. And like, I've I've known this person for about two years on and off. So it's like, I, I start the song with like, it's been a long time. You've been on my mind and I'm scared to let you in, but I'll lose you if I don't try. And I guess the... The song is about, I, I was in like a long-term relationship before I met this person and I've been really hesitant to, you know, let myself open up um, after that experience because that experience kind of traumatized me. Sure. Um, and so this person, just, you know, wanted a lot from me that I felt like I couldn't really give, but like, I'll try. Um, so like, Yes, it does kind of tie into like I'm crying, but I also want more. So I'll do what I can to be able to, you know, make this work. At least the the past two songs, you, there's definitely you can tell that you have a lot of emotions um, in this, in these two songs, but in this song, it definitely feels like you're 
you're pouring a lot of emotion into it. Where was this during the relationship or was this after? Did you have to go back and like think about this again? Or was it, did you write these lyrics during the the time? I wrote the lyrics during the time, but I actually like kind of finished the song after the time. It, it's the process. Sometimes it's like during, sometimes it's after, but like this one was a little mixable. So let me ask you this. Um, when you're writing lyrics and, you know, when, the, when they're coming into your mind and everything, are you hearing a song before you get the lyrics down? I mean, do you kind of have a general idea of what you want it to sound like? Yeah. So, like, a lot of the time, like, I'll just start a memo on my phone. And then when I have the instrumental done, I'll just kind of hum a, like a general melody. Sometimes weird lyrics will come out. It'll just kind of make no sense. And then I'll place words to like the melody that I had in mind. And then other times, like other songs are completely different. Like they start as like a poem or like maybe I have all the lyrics written on my phone and then I kind of set the melody after the fact. So it just depends on the song. For this song, I did like the memo thing with like, I, I knew kind of the melody that I, I wanted to write to, but I didn't have the lyrics yet. And that's, I kind of set them to what I had. Okay, so getting into the chorus of the song, um, how did you go about building the chorus of the song? You know, getting into the body of the song. Well, I knew that I wanted, I know that the, the, the verses are really open. And I knew that I wanted the chorus to be a little bit more percussive and busy. Um, not too busy, but just more going on. When I wrote the chorus, I kind of, I had that first line, like, got me walking on eggshells. Is this going to end well? Uh, that was another note in my phone that I had written, I think, like, months prior. And I was like, I'm going to use this for a song, but I'm not sure which one. And so once I had that, I set it to the song and expanded on the rhyme scheme. So, like, I'm, I'm very into, like, writing songs that rhyme and, like, flow well. Um, maybe not an exact rhyme, like, <laughs> like the first line walking on eggshells end well like that's not really a rhyme but it just sounds i don't know it sounds appealing to the ear sure. so sure. i do a Definitely lot of does. those like i guess half rhymes um and once i had that first line the rest kind of just flowed Explain how you came up with the with the title for the song for us, just really quick. It, wanting we're, ugh, words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> when you were wanting more out of the relationship, were you also just wanting more out of everything at the time? Basically, I think I was just wanting more. I was like, 
I want your good. I want your bad. I want your crazy. I want everything because I want you. That was basically the mindset that I had writing the song. The title is very fitting for the song. Yeah. I know, obviously, you wrote the lyrics and then came up with the title later, but it, it, yeah. it sometimes you, you get like a song title and you're like, what's this mean? And you listen to it and you're like, I still don't understand the name of the <laughs> name of the song. So, Do you have a favorite time of day? I mean, is there a time of day where you feel more creative in your lyrics or is this something you do in the car, maybe on the bus or, you know, just however how, how how do you how do you go about doing that usually i'm a night owl like i i stay up pretty late i feel like most musicians are that way like i'll i'll be up at like two in the morning writing lyrics or like i'll be half asleep in my bed and i'll just like be ha- almost almost dreaming and be like oh that's that's a line like i'm gonna write it down in my notepad right now um so i don't forget it in the morning But for production, I feel like sometimes I like to wake up early and do it um, just because I have more energy and just like drink a lot of coffee and like get the day going, making a beat. And then I feel like the more creative stuff is like at night, like in my feels, (laughs) writing things down and just getting in the vibe. So I I see you have some guitars on your wall behind you. I know that people can't see it, but when you're doing lyrics to a song, do you work on the lyrics to the actual beat to the soundtrack of it or do you kind of strum the uh, guitar along with it just to kind of maybe get the beat to flow with the lyrics or do you just sit there and constantly listen to the track over and over and over sometimes i'll write on guitar like i used to do a lot more of that when i was younger and not so involved in like production and nowadays like i'll be usually making the beat first. Like sometimes, like I said, like I'll have some lyrics on my phone, but I'll usually set them to whatever I end up producing. So like I'll start with production most of the time and then I'll set the lyrics. But yeah, like I do, I do write on guitar sometimes. It's just not as often as I used to. Now it's more like after the fact. So if I'm going to play guitar or if I'm going to have Michael play guitar, he's insanely talented. So I'll, uh, we'll usually add that after the fact we've been doing a lot of like, we're working on an upcoming EP together should be released early 2021. And a lot of the production there is like, I'll create the beat. I'll send it over to Michael. Michael will add some amazing guitar and just like set the vibe. And then, um, I'll either record vocals out here in LA, um, in my little home studio I have, or when I'm in Chicago, um, I'll like record the vocals there and we'll piece it all together. Okay, so tell me about this decision that you made to move from Chicago to Los Angeles. Probably the most <laughs> the most competition That's, that you could find in the world with music it's a big city <laughs> in Los Angeles. What makes yeah. you, what makes you, or how am I supposed to ask this? Um, what gives you the, what gives you the drive to yeah, want to move out there and throw, basically throw yourself in the deep end. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't like an overnight decision by any means. Like this is years in the making. I grew up in Chicago. And then after, you know, graduating high school, I decided to move to Boston to study at Berklee College of Music. So I studied there for three and a half years, graduated early and was like, if I'm going to do this, like now is the time to do it. I'm young, like, and I have the drive and like, I believe in myself. So like, if I'm going to do it, it should be now. So I just got my shit together and like moved to LA and I struggled for a bit with like finding a job and like, you know, getting by and I guess just finding my path in terms of like where I wanted my music to go. I've experimented with like a lot of different styles and I, I definitely found my sound here and I'm just continuing to go with my gut, you know, despite the competition, there was tons of competition in college, there's tons of competition everywhere. So I just try to like focus on myself and like not what everyone else is doing and um, just have fun with it. Now that you say that, you know, different sounds and everything like that, you, you definitely have the voice to where, like, when when Tracy first told me, oh, we're going to interview uh, Sloan Skyler, and I'm like, oh, okay, what kind of music does she have? And he he was kind of explaining it, and I'm like, so it kind of sounds like she has the voice to kind of cover everything. And I was like, hmm. And then I listened to the, the first song that you sent us, and I was like, she could actually sing kind of everything. What made you actually kind of go with that kind of new age pop, new age pop? Yeah, I think it, it's really influenced by, I guess, a lot of contemporary R&B that's been, you know, popping now. Like one of my main inspirations is Kehlani. Um, And I think what's really cool about her is she's in the pop world, but she's also got like R&B and soul um, in her music as well. And like all different types of elements. And so like, basically what I'm trying to do is like incorporate those elements into modern pop music um, and also incorporate, you know, things like things that I studied, like jazz and um, a bunch of different genres and kind of like mesh them all together um, to create that new age pop. Living in a city like LA, do you ever have doubts? Like, like when you're writing lyrics or you're trying to come up with a song, do you ever have doubts about yourself or, or about what you're writing at that time oh all the time <laughs> I, I think like if you if you ask any artist and they say no they're a liar because I feel like every artist goes through like at least at some point like I'm not good enough or I don't sound like this so it's not as good as this person or like I think it's just important to remember like that you're different than everyone else and you have something else that you know like somebody may not have so maybe like I don't sing like Mariah Carey but like I can produce and you know maybe Mariah has never produced in her life you know there's there's definitely like different skills that people have and you know different flaws and stuff but I think it's just remembering that your individuality and and just being confident in what you bring to the table. Do you feel like 
Writing your own music, does that make you feel more accomplished as a musician or an artist rather than, you know, just covering other people's songs? Maybe not like the word accomplished, but I think I feel a little bit more relatable to people because like there are tons of artists that I love that don't write their music, but I still feel their soul. And I feel, I guess I, I just love the music. So despite that, like, I, I still think they're very accomplished people, even though they didn't like necessarily write the songs themselves. But for me, I struggle with singing someone else's lyrics and feeling it the same way that I do my own, just because it's my experience. Like I've gone through it and I try to use my experience to help other people and I guess make them feel less alone. I, you can definitely tell that you definitely pour your heart and soul into, into your music. Cause I, every song that I've listened to, I think I've listened to almost all of them so far. Um, and, uh, I think I haven't listened to one song yet, but every, every song that I've listened to, you can tell that you created the song yourself basically from start to, to end. I, obviously, you know, you have, you've had people throw in their stuff here and there, but you got the emotion and you got your soul into it. And I definitely can tell that's where you get your, your jazz and your R and B background from it. <laughs> and it's just, and that really, I, I love that flow of like R and B and jazz and stuff like that. And I really love how it, the flow with all your songs that I've listened to is just so smooth. It's very clean. Thank you. Yeah. So I've noticed that your vocals are quite good. So I'm wondering if, they're really Do good. you use a vocal coach or are you going through any kind of training, vocal training or anything like that? Uh, well, when I was in all throughout my you know, high school and a little bit of middle school, I did voice lessons and I just I just been singing for a really long time. I was like in the talent shows. Those weren't like all great. Um, and then like eventually I decided like when when I decided this is what I want to do like for the rest of my life. And I, you know, went to Berkeley in Boston. I did a lot of vocal training, vocal proficiency tests and stuff like that, where you'll sing in front of like three people and they'll silently be judging you and, and have to, you know, write a report on your voice for your final semester grade. So that's a little daunting, but at the same time, it like really helped me prepare and polish my performance skills. Like before I, you know, went in there. Um, so it's a lot of preparation, but like a lot, a lot, of, a lot of voice lessons, a lot of, I, I even teach some people voice. Very so cool. like I, I do a lot of vocal warm ups and all of that stuff. Released earlier this year, here is Sloan Schuyler's I Want More in its entirety. Too good to 
Back in 2019, Sloane Skyler released her single, That's Life. Here she is to tell us a little bit about it. I'll start with the story first. Okay. Most painful part, obviously. Um, basically, the song was inspired by, I guess, my first big breakup um, after a two-year relationship. One year of it was, or a little less than a year of it was long distance. Um, and basically, the story, in a nutshell, is I traveled across the country from LA back to Boston and um, within 24 hours, I got broken up with and sent back on a plane. That was going to be my next question is, it, sorry to cut you off, but in that first part, it's like, damn, did somebody really just let her move out here and then just kick him to the curb. I was just like, man, that that's got to hurt. <laughs> it really hurt, but it also, you know, helps write my most successful, like most streams. And like one of, one of my, the songs that I'm proudest of just because there's so much emotion into it. Yeah. So like that happened and I just was sitting on the plane. Like I said in the song, like red eyes on the red eye. And that, was this, the lyric that I started with writing the song. I just thought it was super witty and like, I like puns and stuff like that. So definitely, I wrote creative. that down in my phone. And then like the following weeks, obviously, like I couldn't write anything. Like I felt miserable after like a two year relationship ended. I just felt like that was a slap in the face. Like I traveled all the way across the country. I was really excited. And then to just get sent back that was the ultimate betrayal for me so i was in a mix of emotions between like sadness and anger and confusion and i just started writing the lyrics almost as if like i do this a lot where i'll write it like a rap <laughs> and then i'll kind of just sing it so it's like it's it's a poem first and then i'll uh sing it and then i produced the instrumental myself, I had uh, Michael also, he recorded 
guitar over it and did some of the production. But uh, this one definitely started with my heart and soul just like producing in my bedroom, you know, in a mix of emotions and uh, then like setting those lyrics to fit uh, what I had previously written. So you write it in a rap type lyric at first. So I'm assuming that's because the flood of emotions that you're experiencing. So it, it kind of comes out harder than it actually does in the song. Is that right? Yeah. And also I just like, I feel like I had so much to say and not enough time to say it. Sure. So the more I can pack in and kind of rap, I guess, I, I felt good about like including everything that was on my mind. And I just wanted to make sure that I could fit everything in the song. And I decided that kind of that flow was going to fit best and allow me to be able to say what was on my mind. You started rapping in the in in this song. I, when I first listened to it, I was like, wait, whoa, well, hold up. She can rap too? Hold on. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it was like sing, <laughs> sing rap for well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But if you can, if you can come up with something like that and, you know, make it flow through the song, I was just like, damn, she's just getting better. More and better. talented than I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do that. Okay, so getting into the intro of the song, um, it's a slow beat. It comes in really nice and, you know, it's harmonic and everything. So how does that? grow how 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 do you get into the intro of that song where 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 are those ideas coming from yeah so like i think starting the song slow was intentional just so that like i could obviously i i mean it's like it's kind of a sad sounding song so i started it off slow so that i could you know expand upon it and grow the song throughout like i guess the time frame and just like keep building each verse gets a little bit more intense each chorus gets a little bit powerful and i think by keeping the song simple in the beginning it really allows it to you know evolve okay so when you are wrapping up this song um the lyrics towards the end of course you're singing a lot harder so how how what what are your feelings that you're trying to convey when you're coming into the end of the song I guess that just kind of what I'm saying, like that's life and shit's going to happen and you're going to definitely be broken up with and be sad and like go through trials and tribulations. But in the end, like everybody goes through it and that's life. Just got to move on. Accepting something that's obviously been very tough and then just moving on with it, but you're always going to hold on and to remember uh, emotions and feelings. That's what that's what I got from it for sure. What are you working on currently, or do you have any new so, material you're working on currently? Tons. I have like I think ten songs that I'm working on right now, and only five of them are going to make it on the EP. And then I feel like I'll just like trickle out the other ones. Um, we'll see what happens. But I'm in a good good place with like a lot of ideas and I'm just determining, you know, which ones are going to fit well on the EP. Like I said, I'm working on it with Michael and then also our friend Tom who plays drums and he'll 
often like double the drums that I like the fake drums <laughs> that I'll, I'll produce with like the samples and stuff. And he'll add some real drums to kind of give it more depth. So we're all three working on an EP. Basically the vibe of the EP is self-love, you know, being by yourself, but also being content with that. Um, and also just, I think a coming of age, um, I'm not in college anymore. I'm living in the real world. I'm out in LA. I live by myself and just kind of adulting, you know, and, and moving into that world. So it's a lot of, of that kind of. That's life, right? (laughs) And that's life. (laughs) That actually kind of reminded me of my question. Um, no, you're. So far, the these three songs definitely kind of tell, obviously they tell a story, but it kind of seems like they tell the same story. And that was going to be my next question is the next song. Does it have, is it like a happy, good feeling song? Or is the next song like still trying to find the inner you kind of obviously moving on to the next part of life? Is that your next once again, my long-winded questions that have simple answers. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm moving like in a direction of like, yes, there are some sad songs, but also like one of the songs that I'm writing is called Boss Ass Bitch because yeah. I feel like a boss ass bitch and I don't need anyone to like tell me what to do or anyone to like make me happy and I'm just like doing my own thing. So there's there's a lot of that kind of vibe on the EP as well as like in my feels and like I guess songs that people could smoke a joint to songs that people can relax to about. uh there's uh you know songs about uh one of the, one of the songs I I wrote is like kind of a follow up to that's life almost like yes. the <laughs> the girl that I the girl that I dated uh she had like when when I got broken up with, I asked for my sweater back. And she was like, oh, my friend threw up on it. Like, I'm putting it in the wash and, and like, I'll send it back to you later. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, so <laughs> I, like, nah, so <laughs> I, for, for like a little over a year or maybe two years, this was like my favorite freaking sweater. I was like, I want this sweater back. Like I'm, I'm more angry about the sweater than her. Like <laughs> I, I just really wanted this sweater back as a really cool sweater. It's like a kooky, you know, sweater kind of like nineties vibes. And sure. I was like, I want this back. So I wrote a song about wanting the sweater back. Um, and <laughs> being like, I don't want to talk to you, but just like send me the sweater. Okay. <laughs> like kind of humorous, but also like serious, like girl, where's my sweater? Like send it back. Right. So, <laughs> so then eventually, uh, I guess, uh, outcome of the story was I texted her and guess what I got back. Woo! Sweater. You're sweating. So, <laughs> so I think for the music video for that one, I think I'm going to, I know what I'm going to be wearing. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I was, I was definitely going to ask, uh, if there was a, a continued part of, of that, uh, that's life. Cause it, it definitely tells a story and it left me wanting more of the story, <laughs> like another part of the story. I was like, I want more. Give me more. No give me more. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta finish explaining the story. Yeah. 
and outcome is like my fashion sense is better. <laughs> there you go. No. Yeah, no, and it the real cool thing is that it explains a a journey and a part of your life, and I I just like hearing that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, different different people's experiences. Awesome. All right, thank you so much for your time. It was very nice meeting you, you and talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you, and you and hearing stories. you guys have a wonderful day. Yes, you too. You too. It's supposed to snow, so it's not going to. <clears throat> oh, and I think the election went your way, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. The, the election I feel pretty good about. So yeah. today I'm going to have a wonderful fucking day, and I'm going to go outside and smoke a joint and probably yeah. uh, <laughs> go get a cup of coffee and nice. just start the shit out right. Yeah. <laughs> coffee and a joint sounds fucking awesome. Who I, who I voted for didn't win. I don't think they'll ever win. Come on, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Come on, Mickey Mouse. I'm pulling for you. Okay, so oh. it's been a great time. <laughs> yeah. We really appreciate it. When you get some new tracks down, please come back. We want to hear them, and yes. we want to dissect them and talk about them again. And send them to us so we can listen to them before everyone else. <laughs> Definitely. We'll do. We'll do. All right. Thank you. Have a good day, and we will see you soon. All right. Thank you guys right. so much. Thanks. Yeah, Bye-bye. Thank you. And here is Sloan Skylar's That's Life in its entirety.
Okay, special thanks to Sloan Skyler for coming on Driving Out Loud and sharing a few of her songs and the stories behind those songs with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sloan. We appreciate it. We really appreciate the music. We really appreciate the we really appreciate the art in your music and, and the story and the story because the story really makes the lyrics stand out and you know they make sense to us now gives depth if you'd like to hear more from sloan skyler you can check her out on apple music and spotify you can also follow her social media page on instagram and she also has a youtube channel where you can find more of her songs there as well so Sloan, thank you very much for coming out and being on Driving Out Loud with us here today and sharing your songs. That is it for us today, and we will see you guys next week. Subscribe, and we will see you. Peace. Later. If you'd like more information on Sloan Skyler, including upcoming performances and future release dates, follow her on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also find more of her music on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and Deezer. Thanks for listening.